You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Art Smart from Who Arted. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. Whether you're an artist or an art lover, I am here to help you be a more thoughtful creator and consumer of the visual arts. I don't know, does that sound pretentious enough? Today, we're going to be focused on texture. I've been known to say that texture is the most useless of all elements of art. It always felt rather shallow for me to talk about texture, as it's literally the surface quality of the work. But, you know, different strokes for different folks and all that. Texture is experienced through our sense of touch, but in art, the texture might be a literal tactile texture, or it could be an implied or synthetic texture. Real or tactile texture can actually be felt. Sculptures very obviously have a literal texture. Often installation artists, sculptors, fashion designers, industrial designers, and others working in similar fields will spend a lot of time focusing on real textures as audiences interact with those works in a more physical way. Even when a work is not intended for viewers to reach out and touch, an artist will try to engage the senses to make their artwork more impactful to the audience. Focusing on color temperature, making marks to suggest a texture, these things give the viewers a sense not only of what they're seeing, but what it would feel like to be in the world that the artist is creating. The most common technique that artists will use to create an implied texture in a painting or drawing is to focus on their mark making and specifically the element of a line. Different types of lines can imply or suggest different types of textures. For example, I might use a repetition of sort of wavy but irregular lines to create the illusion of a texture of hair. Now, there are always different ways that any element might be interpreted, and part of the challenge of art is figuring out how all of these elements work in new ways as they're employed in a unique composition. But here's your cheat sheet on texture. Texture is referring to that tactile sense. It's referring to our sense of touch. Sculptors will often focus a lot on texture, as their artworks do have a literal texture that people can reach out and touch. When I am talking to clay artists, I talk specifically about texture and focusing on creating purposeful textures because taking time to smooth over those cracks in your surface will not only make your sculpture look and feel better, it will also make it stronger as smoothing over the cracks that occur sort of by default when you're sculpting a work out of clay will help to unify the piece. It brings those clay bits together and makes it a stronger, more cohesive piece. Of course, texture is not just the concern of artists working in ways that are literally meant to be touched. Artists in other media, painting and drawing, will often try to create implied textures because giving the viewer a sense of what something feels like creates a more immersive experience. Trying to engage 
all of the viewer's senses will help to make them connect in a deeper, more meaningful way with a work of art. Thanks for listening. If you found this tolerable, please do me a favor, follow and rate the show on Spotify or your favorite app. If you'd like to find more, you can check out my other podcast, Who Arted, available for free wherever you listen, and the website, whoartedpodcast.com.